Okay, we are in Sefer Yirmiyahu, Perik Memtes, Pasuk Chaf Gimel, and we are in the middle of a Perik that has prophesied uh, the destruction of states that have been inimical to B'nai Israel, and we go back a few Prokim where we did Egypt, the Philistines, Moab, Amon, Edom. So in the remainder of Memtes, we are going to continue with other states or cities. And then in Perik Nun, we are going to come to the devastating prophecy, probably the most preemptive of all of them, and this is very logical, Bavel. Bavel was the initiator of this. Bavel destroyed the temple. Bavel exiled B'nai Yisrael. This is the first time it had ever happened. The Kaddish Baruch, whose anger is unappeased. And so Bavel will get exactly what was coming to it. It's interesting as well that all these nations that Yermiyahu is prophesying against are destroyed by Bavel. Bavel is the agent of their destruction. And after that has been completed, Bavel's turn itself comes, and it will be the most devastating doomsday destruction of them all. So now we pick up in Pasuk Gimel in Perik Memtes, Damesek. Damesek is Aram. Uh, and it is Damascus is the capital of Syria today. It was the capital of Aram then. The Damasek Bushot Hamas. Concerning Damascus, they will undergo tremendous humiliation. Bushot Hamas for Airport, those are the principal cities of Aram. Kishima Ra, because they have heard. Uh, an almost anonymous report. They have heard a terrible report. They have heard a report that there's going to be devastation coming to them. They don't know what it is. It's like the ocean rumbling. Uh, they are paralyzed with fear. They're just unable to take any preemptive or defensive action. Rafasa Damesek Lanus. Um, Damascus is weakened, Rafasa, and she is turned aside and can't flee, just cannot get up the energy or the ability to form a, an articulate strategy by escaping. Um, she has been just totally overpowered by terror, just on the news, on the rumor. Uh, they have been seized by just paralysis. They are seized like a woman in childbirth, just frozen by the fear and terror uh, that seizes a uh, woman about to deliver. Says the Navi, How is the city of glory not spared, Damesek, the city of my delight. Now, who are we talking about? 
certainly not Yirmiyahu. Yirmiyahu is putting the words into the king of Damascus when he sees this. How have they destroyed the city that was a jewel among cities? Indeed, it's, um, so paralyzed are they, so are they without a coherent form of defense of themselves that their sons this will die in the streets and all the soldiers will fall silent. They will just die on the street not being able to defend what is theirs. And says the Kaddish I will set fire to the walls of Damascus, the Ochla Armanos Ben Hadad, and I will consume the palaces of Ben Hadad. Ben Hadad, Rashi said, was the king of Aram. Next, we move on to Keder. Keder and again Chatzor, which we're going to take as a group were nothing more, really, than to describe them as villages of Bedouins. They just lived in their tents, had no worldly possessions, um, no means of defense. And so, Lekeder, Umam Lachos Chatzor, Asher Hikon Nebuchadnezzar, Nebuchadnezzar will attack them, the king of Babel, Koam Hashem, Kumu Alu El Keder, Veshadudu Espenei Kedem. Rise up against Keder and attack in the east, plunder the east. And what they will do, Ohalehem Vitsonam Yikahu, they will take the they will take their only possessions, their tents, their cattle, Yikhirosehem, the curtains that you know cover the tents, the Kalehem, their utensils, Malehem, their camels, Yisulahem Bakoru Alehem. They will take their, everything with them. They are, it's all portable, and there will be just terror surrounding them. In other words, these people have nothing. They've just got the tents they live in and the utensil they use and the cattle they raise. Go, escape, wander aimlessly, people of Chatzar. Go stay in the deep, in the hidden places, uh, you inhabitants of Chatzor. Nebuchadnezzar has a master strategy for you. He has got a cohesive plan for your destruction, and there is nothing you could do. Kumu alu el love. Get up and attack. He's speaking to Buchadnezzar. This tranquil nation that dwells securely, Yoshev Levetach, they live alone, isolated, they've got no enemies, they don't go to war, they don't protect themselves, no Mashem. Loads of Lassim, they don't have doors on their homes, below Bereach, or bolts, or locks, Lobodod Yishkanu. They dwell in a splendid isolation. And so, Vahyog Malayam, their only possessions, their camels, will become lavaz, will become spoils of war. 
and the multitude of livestock Michaim Shalo Zeseim Lachol Ruach Kitsusa Peah Umikol Avadov. I will attack them from all sides. I will bring their calamity or vias Adam to Um Hashem. That other city will be like a, a, a lair of snakes, completely desolate. No man will dwell there. No inhabitant will live there. And so now the word of Hashem comes to Yermio with the other nation, Elam. Elam was a part of the Chaldeans and were very active in the um, destruction of B'nai Yisrael. They lent full aid and assistance. Uh, so now Elam Barelus at the beginning of the Tzitkiyahu reign, saying, Ko Amar Hashem Tzvaos, Hinini Shover Eshkeshes Elam. Elam had one distinction in war. It was, say the Mephoshim, a developer of the strategy of archery. They had a brilliant uh, army that lived and died on its bows and arrows. They were masters at it. And so Elam Reshishkvar Rasam, it was the uh, cornerstone of their strength. And so, um, says the Kaddish Baruch Hu, I am breaking the bow of Elam. Hinini shover es keshes Elam. Rasam, which is the cornerstone of their military bravery. Vehevesi el Elam arbar ruchos. I will bring the four winds to Elam. May abar ketzot from the four corners of the earth. Vezerosam lecho haruchos ha'elam. And I will scatter them in all directions. Velo yiagoya asher lo yavosham nidche olam. I am no one who comes there uh, and, and views the destruction uh, will just be shocked at the devastation that Elam endures. And I will bring upon them my burning wrath. I will send in pursuit of them the sword, ad kalosiotam, until I have completely destroyed them. The samti kisi be'elam, I will plant my throne in Elam, ve'hevati misham, I will cause to be lost from there, melech, king, v'sarim ne'um Hashem, there will be no one there, there will be no one to rule and to govern. However, as we have seen before, in the end of days, I will return Elam to their land. Again, we are not sure. Is this Achris Hayomim, the end of days, a return to their lands, as we've seen in most of these nations? Or is it at the end of the Babylonian Empire? They will come back. Could be both. So now we have rid the world of Egypt, Philistines, Moab, Ammon, Edom, Aram, Kedar, Chatzar, and Elam. And now comes the mastermind architect of all this destruction, Bavel.
And so says the Navi. And we begin Perik Nun. We'll go a little bit into it. Hadzavar Asher Diber El Bavel El Eretz Kazdim Biyad Yirmiyoh Hanavi. This is the word to Bavel. Higidu Vagayim. Proclaim it in the land. The Hishmiu, make it known. Usa Unes, hoist the banner of war. Don't be bashful at the Hashmiu. Let it be known. Give it a, a, a voice. Do not hold back. This will be devastating. Say, you can say Babylonia is captured. Nilkadar Bavel, Hevishbal Chas Merodech, Baal and Merodech, which are the two principal Avodazor of Bavel, have been humiliated. Its idols are smashed. Her gods are devastated. And notice that we start their devastation with their false gods. Because a nation is going to come upon it from the north. And this is Midr Keneged Midr, because we have so often described Bavel as the threat coming from the north. Now the threat comes from Paras Madai, Persia and Medea, that is to the north of Bavel. So just as they tormented the world, invading from the north, so now they will be invaded from the north itself. Uyasis' arts are they will devastate its land to nothingness. There will be nothing there to occupy it. Land, building, cities will all be desolate and empty. In those days, both B'nai Yisrael, which is synonymous with the Ten Tribes, and Judea themselves will now be united. They will be crying, crying in great joy. And they will be going to seek their God in Yerushalayim again. it means Yivakeshu, that they will remember these people have not been back in the land of Israel in 70 years. They are going to ask directions. They're going to accost strangers on the way back. Which way back to Yerushalayim? And says the Mephoshim, these strangers are going to be caught up in the movement to Zion and say, we will go with you. Also, we should address this question if Yisrael, the ten tribes, has been destroyed by Sancherud and scattered. How are they going to bring back in this movement from Babel both Yisrael and Yehuda? Say the Mephoshim, there were those, many of those in Yisrael, who after the invasion of Sancherud gravitated to Yehuda where they lived there, and many joined the exile in Babel or had been exiled to Babel previously. So they were able to form a group of original ten tribes that would accompany them back on this emotional journey to Tzio. 
Zion yishalu derech hinei peneihem bow, v'nilvu al Hashem bedis olam lo shishokeach. They will ask about Zion. Their faces will be turned to it in joy. And they will say, and they will say to people, come, be joined with us. Never to be forgotten. And people will join them. They will pick up a following that makes the journey. Then says Yermio in a beautiful metaphor, my people, son avudos hoyo, they were lost sheep, wandering. Why? Hoyu amiro ahem, their shepherds misled them. Their shepherds led them astray. They led them aimless in the mountains. Hotim harim shobavim, they were wandering without direction. They wandered into Avodazara, where on most of the mountains that was the location of choice. Maher el Giva in the valleys, Hokhu Shokhu Rovsam. They forgot their pasture. They were just led astray by faulty kings, faulty leaders, false Nevi'im. Komotsoseim Achalum. All who found them devoured them. They were easy prey for every nation, as we've seen. Omrulo Lona Asam. We have no guilt. We have no mercy on them. Why? And this is very paradoxical that the enemies say, because they have sinned against their Kaddish Baruch Hu. The hope of their forefathers they have betrayed. We saw this with Nebuzardan and we see it again. I feel no guilt or remorse for punishing them. They sinned against the Kaddish Baruch Hu. We were carrying out the Kaddish Baruch Hu's will. Nedumi toch bavel. Umei Eretz Kazim. Yermio is telling now, flee. Flee from bavel even before you are sent out by Cyrus and Darius are sent out to rebuild the temple. Yetsu v'hayuka atudim l'fneitzon. You will be like um, the flock that leads the male goats, who traditionally were the strongest, who led the flock. You will lead this flock. Because I am raising up against Babylonia just an assembly. Kahal Goyim Gedolim of great armies. May Eretz Safon. And they will array themselves in battle against her. They will, Bavel will be captured. Their arrows are like a deadly warrior, this Medes and, and Persians. They will devastate it. They will all be for shalom, for spoils. The Chaldeans will become plunder, and the plunderer will be sated, and because you are uh, glad, all its plunderers will be satisfied. They will not stop until Bavel, nothing remains of Bavel. And see, we will see in Yitzhak Hashem the continuation of this 
Navi, this devastating prophecy to Bavel, who in the eyes of the Kaddish Baruch Hu and B'nai Yisrael certainly deserve it. Adkan.